This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter. Your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. The Saudi government has already acknowledged its role in the killing of Mr. Khashoggi. Uh, the CIA has reportedly established with high confidence that it was an assassination that was ordered by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Do you accept the intelligence community's assessment of what happened? According to a newly declassified intelligence report, Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince, Prince Mohammed bin Salman, is likely to have approved an operation in Istanbul, Turkey, to capture or kill Saudi Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. In evidence mostly contributed by the CIA, the Crown Prince is expected to have supported violent measures to silence dissidents abroad, including Khashoggi. Khashoggi was murdered in 2018 inside the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. However, Saudi authorities blamed his death on a rogue operation by a team of agents sent to return him to the kingdom, and a Saudi court tried and sentenced five individuals to 20 years in prison last September after initially sentencing them to death. In 2019, the prince said he took full responsibility for the killing, however, he has denied ever giving the order. The release of the declassified report on Friday is expected to mark a significant shift in US-Saudi relations. Former US President Donald Trump pursued closer ties with Saudi Arabia through a relaxed relationship. Back in 2018, 
He ignored the intelligence by the CIA advising him to distance the US from Saudi Arabia. And Steph, I've, I've talked to people who have listened to the tape of that killing and they say that it was absolutely grim. And so President Trump's answer to this was to simply ignore the intelligence, pretend it didn't exist. President Joe Biden is expected to take a much tougher stance on certain Saudi positions. The White House said that President Biden affirmed the importance the US places on universal human rights and the rule of law. And next. A US aircraft targeted one target with multiple sites on that target used by Iranian-backed Shia militias for weapons smuggling. There was no immediately available battle damage assessment as a result of those strikes, but that would be something we'd expect perhaps in the coming hours or the coming days to get a better sense of A, what was targeted and B, what the result was. The US launched airstrikes on eastern Syria. This is the first military action undertaken since Joe Biden became president. As it stands, there has been no details given on any casualties. The strikes on Thursday evening were in retaliation for a rocket attack in Iraq that took place on February the 15th that killed a civilian contractor and wounded coalition troops, including Americans. The targets were at a control point on the border with Iraq. The Pentagon said multiple facilities used by Iranian-backed militant groups were destroyed. According to an anonymous US official, the strikes were intended to send a clear message that President Biden will act to protect American and coalition personnel. US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin reassured that the US were confident in the target they went after. We're confident in the, in the target that we went after. We know what we did. Uh, and, uh, and we're confident that that target was being used by the same uh, Shia militia that, uh, that conducted the, the strikes. And so you'll get more information in terms of the effects of the strike as time, time uh, goes by. The Pentagon's chief spokesperson, John Kirby, also reassured people that this proportionate military response was conducted together with diplomatic measures, including consultation with coalition partners. The strikes come as the US tries to get Iran back into negotiations with a view to both countries re-entering the Iran nuclear deal. The 2015 deal between Iran and six major powers limited Iran's uranium activity to make it harder for Tehran to develop nuclear arms, an ambition Iran has long denied having, in return for the easing of sanctions but former US President Donald Trump abandoned the deal in 2018, saying it was one-sided in Iran's favor and reimposed sanctions that have continued to cripple Iran's economy. Under Trump, tensions with Iran soared, reaching a high point after a US-directed drone strike killed top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani. However, Joe Biden hopes to reinstate a positive relationship between America and Iran. And finally. A 
it is feared that over 300 students, uh, girls, might be missing because the entire number of uh, students in that school is about 600. And uh, from when the headcount was done, just about 55 uh, were accounted for. Uh, but, you know, uh, this is actually what we know at the moment. And we're monitoring to, uh, uh, you know, get more details from the government with regards to the, uh, uh, the number of students kidnapped and, of course, the perpetrators of this act. On Friday, gun-wielding men abducted 317 students from the Girls' Science Secondary School in Zamfara State in Nigeria, one of a series of student kidnappings in the country. The attack is the third to happen in the past three months. The attacks were carried out by several large groups of armed men operating in Zamfara State, described by the government as bandits. They are known to kidnap for money and for the release of their members from jail. In Nigeria, kidnappings have been frequent over the past few years. However, little has been done by the government to take aggressive actions to punish the bandits. In fact, Nigeria's Minister of Information and Culture tried justifying the kidnappings by saying even the most developed countries have kidnappings take place in schools. You see, for the same reason that even in the most developed country in the world, school kidnapping takes, takes place. Last year in the US, we was witnessed at least three or four school kidnappings. And that is in probably one of the most developed in the world. Following Friday's abductions, Nigeria's UNICEF representative, Peter Hawkins, called for the immediate release of the schoolgirls. However, the president of Nigeria failed to make an immediate statement. The police and the military are reported to have begun joint operations to rescue the girls. However, the interventions by authorities in Nigeria seem to be unpromising. According to local witnesses, the gunmen also attacked a military camp and checkpoint, preventing soldiers from interfering at the school. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.